Hey, welcome back to the Fulfillment Sleep Podcast, everybody. My name is Brian Rashid, and I'm here with Chris Lucky. And today we're going to be talking about uh, Logan. Yay! And it's going to be great. Uh, well, not just Logan. We're talking about Logan and Logan Noir, mm-hmm. the black and white Logan. Yeah. Um, which was interesting. But before we do any of that shit, uh, the catch up. Uh, catch up. Um, have you heard of Blaze Pizza? Uh, no. Blaze Pizza. It sounds a, like a place where you get high and eat pizza. Though. I mean, the, the, the name would, 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 uh, would indicate something like that. Yeah. You know, but um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just a uh, it's it's a new upstart pizza joint. You know how they have these new places where um, you build your own pizza. Yeah. I'm seeing that everywhere. It's like the the Chipotle of pizza uh, places right. now. Yeah. So um, it's a new one. This one right here is um, like partly owned by LeBron James, no. and it's it's the biggest, um, the biggest, fa- the fastest growing restaurant in the past ten years in the United States. Okay. It is freaking huge. Is that in Charlotte? Yeah, we have one in Charlotte right now. Nice. Uh, they're building another one on in the university area. Oh, cool! It's really really good pizza. Well, I mean, it's fa- good fast food pizza. I mean, it's pizza. It's yeah. pizza. Yeah. You can't go wrong with pizza. I'm yeah. convinced that pizza is the one food that you have to like really fuck up for mm. someone to not eat your pizza. Yeah, it's fucking bread, tomato sauce, or whatever kind of sauce you want. And yeah. Lots of cheese. Cheese. That's it. That's yeah. the key. Yeah. People that put like a moderate amount of cheese on a pizza can fuck right. Oh off. no, I need all the cheese. Need I need all, all the cheese. It. And that's the thing. Like, I'm gonna be upset if you don't have fresh mozzarella. <laughs> and I'm talking about the balls of mozzarella that inside the water that you pull apart with your damn hands and you put you need to put big chunks of the mozzarella on there. I want the actual fresh mozzarella. <laughs> I want actual fresh Parmesan that you're going to be grating from the block. Man, that shit's delicious. You know. Like, when I, whenever I make pasta, I buy the fresh Parmesan, and mm-hmm. I grate that shit into it, and I'm just like, ah. Yes. Ah, so good. That's where it's at. <sighs> anyway. I've, I've seen this um, um, two movies, well, a number of movies, but it was making me think about the, uh, the cheese thing with the Blaze pizza. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, first one was Okja, which was awesome. Okja. Have you seen Okja? Okja. Okja. That um, sounds familiar. Who, um... Damn it! What is her name? Justine. Justine was um, told me about this movie. Oh, yeah. uh, she said it was awesome. It was fucking awesome. It was a. Um, it was. Uh, they were in Korea, North Korea or South Korea. I don't know. It's fucking Korea. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Korea. Um, but um, they let had... me give you. Let me give you a tip. No, I'm, I know which one is which. Yeah, but it's just I'm just saying. But just that like the sentence made me. Laugh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> South Korea, North Korea, whatever. whatever fuck. Probably South. Probably yeah. South. It's like North America, South America, whatever. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's like it's clearly not, but it's just I'm fucking around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so so Korea, they have these um, they have these pigs, but they're mm. like super huge pigs. They're like biggest houses. Right. And um, so apparently they're like the super pigs. So they're trying to get these pigs from Korea and bring them over to the United States so we can have better bacon and right. better pig products and everything like that. And it, I don't know, the, the end result that I got out of it was um, this kid, she knew the pig from a piglet, you know, when he was a tiny little baby. Right. And he's grown up now and now they want to eat her pet. Right. And the pet is like intelligent as shit, like super smart. And I mean, it's just like in, in real life. Pigs are intelligent. I mean, the pigs are really smart. They're yeah. very intelligent creatures. They also have the unfortunate quality of being fucking delicious. Yes, yes, just- yes. <laughs> now that's that's the point where I want, where I want to get yeah. to. If dogs were delicious, would you eat a dog? I think like I think culturally, like because mm-hmm. I think probably. I mean, yes. Yeah, yeah. I think because because the only the only like apprehension is cultural. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I didn't have that, and then dogs were delicious. And we've made it cultural at this point. You yeah. know, if, if we decided, if, if pigs didn't ro- uh, roll around in their own shit and, you know, and, and eat bullshit, you know, and didn't taste as good and were a little tougher and dogs were the opposite, then we'd be keeping pets as pigs because they're intelligent and yeah. we'd be slaughtering dogs and eating them left and right. Yeah. 
you know. But um, I, I, was, I was thinking about that with um, in there, like you know how we have like dog shows, so we um, we put dogs up against each other, not pit ball, uh, pit bull dog fight. Yeah, yeah, not like, that. like the the faffy. Yeah, it's like a dog show. Yeah. yeah, the hair show, and you prance them around and everything, and you see who has the best dog. Right. I, w- I was wondering if if say you did like a dog show mm-hmm. and competed with pigs. Had the dogs compete against pigs. And you know how, like, they have the, the horse thing to where the horse jumps over the thing? It's yeah. like an intelligent little obstacle course thing. And see who wins. Right. See who wins an intelligence test. I think the with, pig wouldn't give a shit. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just saying, yeah. if, 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 you got, if you got down to it, just to have an audience of thousands of people and see who could win this intelligence, sh- in, intelligence test. Right. Now say, now say the pig won. Yeah. Say the pig wins the intelligence test and the pig is all happy. <laughs> you know, then goes over. Takes a shit in the middle of the, on, on, in the middle of the lawn, right. eats the shit, then goes rolls around in a whole bunch of mud, yeah. and the audience is looking at it. They're like, "What the fuck?" Like the pig just won, <laughs> you know, but he's a fucking animal. Like it's disgusting. <laughs> then they look over at the dog who's just lost, and he's over there sad, and he has a puppy dog eyes. Mm. Then the whole crowd comes over and picks him up. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll celebrate this piece of shit dog who's clearly inferior, but we like him. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I mean, yeah. it just it just made me think about um about likability. It yeah. doesn't matter like how how good you are. If people don't like you, then you can just go eat shit and play in mud. If they don't like you, you can be the most intelligent. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's just know, pigs are supremely intelligent, but they have a terrible rap because they're delicious <laughs> and they're you know <laughs> and they're nasty. <laughs> you know, and they're filthy. I want to like I, I constantly think about this. Like I want I want to meet three people mm-hmm. in my life. The the first guy that milked a cow. Okay. I want to meet that guy. All right. I want to meet the first guy that ate a crab. I oh, oh the first person that ever did it. The first person oh, okay. to ever did it. All right. yeah. First person to ever milk a cow, I want to meet that guy. All right. First person to ever eat a crab, I want to meet that guy. All right. And the first person who ever looked at a pig and said, I'm going to eat that. Okay. I want to meet all those three people because they're all fucking insane. Really? There is no way that someone, you looked at a cow. And then you just went like, oh, it's got dangly. The, fir- the first person, yeah. yeah the, the first f- person is very hungry. Yeah, the fir- I guess. Like, the first person is like, I'm, I see, I'm going to eat you. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm just saying, it's like, it's like when, you're, when you're hungry like that, it's like, I'm going to try it. everything. I that guess- crab, I'm going to eat the actual shell. Oh, there's meat in the shell? I didn't even know that. Now I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted fucking dinner. <laughs> I just wanted to not die. So I was going to eat anything. Anything. Yeah. I've eaten beetles, poisonous snakes. Not me, my, myself. Yeah. You know, but the person is like, they're trying to eat anything possible. Like, yeah, I guess you know? at that point you just kind of go in like a like a buffet yeah it's like all right well you gotta try everything it's fucking berries i'm gonna eat them oh i'm dead i guess my cut will know my kid will know to not eat them (laughs) yep that's what happened that's evolution in the works yeah i guess fuck i guess that's right well there goes my joke no (laughs) yeah uh i also seen uh what the health it was it was the biggest um um what's the word a vegan propaganda movie that i've ever seen in my life it looked like that. It, it was. Lo- it looked like that. And, and you said it was good, though. It was very good. Nice. It was very, very good. And I mean, I, I very much enjoyed it, but that doesn't take uh, anything away from the fact that it is 100% vegan propaganda. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, 100%. And I mean, it's just like, that shouldn't steer you away from watching the movie. Like, it has very good information. It's very insightful, and it tells you a lot of factual things that you can go on the internet and see for yourself it's actually true. Right. I mean, they, they, they lay down a bunch of information. And the thing is, like, when I, when I would see, like, vegans over the internet or just in real life, mm-hmm. you know, saying the things that they're saying and just kind of – I don't like being told the way that I'm going to live my life and the yep. way that I'm going to eat my food or however. You know, PETA too, just, I mean, any of that. But it's just I never even cared to look from their point of view. Right. It was like, this is my point of view. Okay, you have one, but don't force it on me. Right. You know, and this movie was the first time I actually sat down and – 
like took Listen a look to and listened and looked at what they were trying to say. I'm like, all right, you know what? You're absolutely, you, you might be right. Like, like I'm, I'm, I'm almost wanting to side with the vegans. Like you yeah. guys might be right. I might be part of the, the, the fucked up part of the earth that's destroying the earth and yeah. doing even more harm to it. But you know, question now, bacon's are you going to, yep, that's my question. Bacon's delicious, man. <laughs> it is. It, I mean, it's like, I'm, I, I, I've seen him. I've seen a movie like that some years ago and I went away from red meat for like mm-hmm. a little while and only ate turkey bacon, mm-hmm. but turkey bacon isn't real bacon though. <laughs> you that's know, really it's like, so, I mean, the only thing that's happening now is like, as I ate an egg sandwich in the middle of the night last night, like I thought about like the, the lives of the chickens that mm-hmm. I was eating. Yeah. You know, and, and, and typically, I don't know if it's that for, way for you, but I typically only think about the life of the animal I'm eating. If it's like a, a not a regular type of food, like if it's a lamb or yeah, if, if, it's, like, if it's a lamb or a deer or a rabbit, you know, yeah. or, or rabbits are tasty. Yes, they're really tasty. I feel really bad eating rabbit because they're fucking adorable. Yeah, but just like oh my god, they're delicious so though. Good. They're delicious. But yeah. I mean, it's like when when I go to McDonald's and put a burger in my mouth, I don't think what about, about the, cow? the cow or See, anything like that. Here's here's the thing: like a lot of my friends are increasingly becoming vegetarians and mm. pescatarians and all that shit yeah. to the point where they're like, look up like. Locally, not locally sourced, but like organically sourced bullshit, like so sustainably sourced. Yes, as the word is like, so they don't fuck up the environment and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I admire that immensely. Yes, but I, I I'm too broke to get like sustainably sourced fucking fish, mm-hmm. and I like meat too much to not get meat. <laughs> yeah. and like like if I had more of a moral code, I'd probably be a vegetarian mm-hmm. of some degree. But I I don't I I can't, I'm sorry I don't care. I mean, no, I mean, I, well, I'm a little, like, I, I 100% care. Yeah. Like, because, I mean, it's like, I, I feel like I'm wrong at this point, but it's, yeah. it's just um, something that I've been doing for 32 years now. Like, I've been eating yeah. meat for 32 years. So it's like, I'm, I, the, the, I, I guess it's like the, the first part is admitting that you have a problem, and I feel like I have a problem here, mm-hmm. but I'm not looking into changing it drastically right now. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I've, I could, be, like, I want to try the vegetarian diet for, mm. like, once. Like, not vegan. Fuck veganism. I want to try vegetarian. Sheesh. <laughs> All right. Dude, veganism is, like, the fucking, like, I get it. Mm. Cows are being milked and spurted with hormones. I, I get it. Yeah. But I'm not going to eat nuts for, like, 70 years of my life. I'm sorry. Okay. I just can't, can't do it. Yeah. Like, vegan, vegan food that tries to not be vegan mm. can go fuck itself. If you're going vegan, just yeah. cook with vegan shit. I'm very fun with raw food. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. If it's gonna be raw, then raw. But don't um don't don't try to dress it up like the the fake. Even like the the turkey bacon stuff. Yeah. Like don't try to make it into no, bacon. It's not bacon. It's turkey meat. Yeah. Give me fucking turkey meat. Yeah. yeah. I'm eating fucking eggplant. Just mm. give me a fucking eggplant. Don't make it look into a burger. Cause you just make me want to eat the burger. <laughs> I don't mind that so much. Like a tofu burger, I'm, I like a tofu. Tofu burger. burgers are fine, but yeah. that's like tofu yeah. and a burger. Like yeah. that's a slab of tofu. Yeah. But like people try to disguise, like fucking, like oh, we're recreating fake meat with like nut mm. proteins or whatever, and it's just like, yeah. listen, I I get it, but you know, grow the meat in the lab. I'm okay with that. That's happening. <laughs> yeah. Don't try to make me feel like almonds are fucking meat because they're mm. fucking not, and you're wrong. <laughs> that that water meat? Huh? Don't don't try to make you feel like water. What is meat? Almonds. Oh, almonds. Almonds are not meat. Oh, wow. They're not. I'm sorry. They, they, they call it meat. I mean, what's what's the point of calling that a meat? It's I don't just, get that. It's just protein. Yeah, it's a protein. It's just like they want to yeah. like make it into like faffy little burgers and just like pack oh. it up and like dry it and then you bite into it and it's just a piece of cardboard with like mm. seasoning on it. Listen, I'm not shitting on vegans, uh, but <laughs> half of your food is trash. I'm just saying that. Uh, uh. But... <laughs> I, I would try vegetarianism. That's that's dope. I can do vegetarians. 
Uh, yeah. I don't know. I I, how many people can I piss off today? <laughs> it's like half uh, of your food is just trash. Yeah, half your food is trash. <laughs> I mean, in my opinion, I don't like a lot of your yeah. por- portion of your food, but it's like, imagine me saying, you know, McDonald's food is great. I've been eating McDonald's my whole life yeah. and uh, sushi is trash. I don't care. You know, it's like I'm, I'm wrong, yeah. but it's just I sound ignorant now. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Vegans aren't people anyway. Yeah, all right. <laughs> See, that's where you go. That's where you go. Don't back off on it. Like, <laughs> double up. You double down on it. You fucking place your bets and just roll the dice. See what I can happens. get behind that. By the way, fuck Peter too. <laughs> Uh, who else can I piss off? I, yeah. I already got anti-vaxxers last week. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was good stuff. And <laughs> that was good stuff. Um, <laughs> last but not least, what's, what's this guy's name? Um, I've been calling him Ed Sheraton. For Ed Sheeran. It's just Ed Sheeran? Sheeran? Yeah. Sheeran, I think that's his name. Oh. Sheeran. Well, yeah, I've been mispronouncing He was in Game of Thrones. Yeah, he was, he was in Game I, of Thrones. Why? Why, why is he in Game of Thrones? He was there to sing he a song. Do? He was singing a song. Are you serious? Yes. Like a bard song? Like he was a bard? Yeah. Very much like that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, I don't like a tune. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't why like not? Uh, he's just kind of casually sexist all of the time. Is he? Yeah, like his no. songs are just like really casually sex. Like his lyrics are just like, scat, uh. just super not great. Ed Sheraton, really? Yeah, like, Sheraton say- is not Sheraton. <laughs> Ed, I don't Ed think Sheeran. he's a bad person. Mm. I don't think he's a bad person, but he's kind. He's got that vibe of like that frat boy that like when woman doesn't want to fuck him, he throws a, piss, a hissy fit. Mm. And like his songs, like emulate a lot of that language, like. I just say that kind of fucking summit. Like, songs that sound progressive, but really are just saying, like, hey, I just want to bang you, and if you don't want to, then you're not a person to me. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, just, I, I don't have any input. Like, I, I don't, I've never heard his album. He's yeah. had one song that I've heard that was on the radio just because they played it a lot. Like, The Shape of You. The Shape of You, yeah. yeah. That's the only thing I've ever heard from him ever. And I've seen him on an interview with The Breakfast Club with Shalom the God. That's all yeah. I know of him. He, he has a good voice, and he's talented. Yeah. I just don't like any of his content. I think it's just, like, kind of productive. Uh, the uh, well, the first piece of content that I did get to see from him was yeah. uh, the first episode of Game of Freaking Thrones. Oh, fuck, it came, that came back. back. It came back. Yeah. Arya Stark, who I've been claiming is my favorite character since the very first episode of season one, she is finally no, she's not oh, dead no. and she's not gonna die. <laughs> I don't, I don't pick favorite characters to die. Hell no. Arya Stark, she's been my A one since day one, and now she's finally back to exact revenge on every single person that ever fucked her over, and she's doing that shit. Is that the 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 blonde lady that banged uh, her no okay. she she's a kid well she was okay. a kid when the show started but now she's like 15 in real life oh, i guess uh, like, Arya stark little blonde hit a girl nice. but yeah she's back uh Ed sheridan was in the the episode um we on a new season of game of thrones so nice keep keep tuned can i just say that the world is going fucking crazy i mean uh, yeah, it is sorry i read into i mean it's obvious but i read yeah. the news in the other days and then like I get the news app on my phone, mm. and I've been seeing just increasingly ridiculous headlines. Mm. Like, I was going to ask you that, but I didn't yeah. want to break up the movie last night. Uh, why, why do you keep a news app on your phone to where you get this information to your face? I did it to keep up with the election, because oh. I was important to keep up with like, information for the election. Mm. And then after the election, it just, it just didn't take it off. Oh, no. And so like, it just, it, for like six months after the election. Has it been six months since the it's election? Since November. Uh, well, f- since the election, after the election. Eight months. All right, well, uh, six months after, yeah. all I got was just fucking Donald Trump everywhere. Yeah. Donald Trump fucked this up. Donald Trump did that. Donald Trump, we like, called someone a horse. Like, yes. Jesus Christ. And then, so, like, at that point, it was just entertainment value. No. <laughs> but now I get actual, like, headlines on my phone, mm-hmm. and I'm, like, sitting there. Sometimes I'm just hanging out, and I get on my phone, and I, I was doing that. It's like, R. Kelly accused of running a sex slave cult. Yeah, he has it's a like, hero now. What the fuck is happening? Yeah. Two hours later, Usher has herpes. He paid $1.1 million. I gave him her. Excuse me? Yeah. What? <laughs> and then, like. Did you get the Kevin Hart? 
Uh, yeah, it's like Kevin mm-hmm. Hart cheating on his wife now. Those were, see, I had that information like last night, but those are three black people, and I didn't think you would have any information on who those people are or what they've they've done, anything. I know Trapped in the Closet. (laughs) Okay, that's one thing you would know from our No, but but, like, I actually like. How do you you know Usher, though? uh, He was hit the yeah with Little John. Oh, yeah, okay. Sorry. um, Yep, yep. What else he did? He was in Trapped in the Closet with R. Kelly. No. Yeah, he was. Trapped in the closet, of R. Kelly. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, it was like a 19 part fucking thing. He was like in one of the later yeah, parts. Yeah, okay, no, you are right. I mean, uh, I, I don't remember him from that, but I can't. Yeah, I, I can't yeah, argue against yeah. it. I'm pretty sure it was Usher. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just being racist and confusing a black guy for another one. I don't know. All right. Um, but like, I'm pretty sure he was in Trapped in the Closet with R. Kelly. He had that uh, fucking album that came out like three or four years ago. Was that him? Uh, Trey Songs, Chris uh, Brown, Michael Jackson. I mean, there's a lot of people that had an album that came out three or four years ago. <laughs> I know who fucking Usher is. All right. All right. That's All my right. fucking point. Yes. And Kevin Hart, you clearly yeah, know. Yeah, I, I clearly know who Kevin yeah. Hart is. But I'm just like, like, I got to a point where I'm like walking around, walking my fucking dog in the neighborhood, mm. and my phone vibrates, and I think it's a message from like Louise or somebody. No. And then I just get Time Magazine saying like, hey, by the way, R. Kelly now a sex-obsessed cultist. Mm. And I'm just like, What? What what happened? What's happening? Yeah. Why did this happen? Like he just peed on someone like six years ago. Mm-hmm. Why are we old. fourteen? Yeah, he peed on a. Uh. Yep. Uh, it's, it's it's fucking insane. It's fucking insane. Mm. And and he, and people are crazy. And like there's people defending he, the cockatoo. He, he, he has adults now. Like I don't I don't I don't feel bad for that situation at all. I mean yeah, but like it's a, it, then then it becomes a problem of like. Have you been manipulated to the point... 100% you've been where, manipulated. Yeah, but like... You've allowed yourself to be manipulated. I mean, yeah, but at that kids, point... Like, I'll stick up for kids. I'm going to stick up for kids. Like, I'm not going to let it happen. But if you've gotten to a point to where you're a 21-year-old adult and you're allowing yourself to be manipulated by another adult, I'll, your family can get involved. But me as a bystander, I'm going to watch well, yeah, from the side I, I, of the I'm road not gonna do and continue anything. to mind my business and walk across the street. You know what I'm saying? It's like the internet culture is allowing you to like look in their window. Mm-hmm. Like, why is this happening inside there? Do you see this happen? Like, I'm not going to do anything about it but hey do you see this and then let's go tell other people to look in there right and it's like i don't care i'm minding my business i'm gonna walk by there's nothing in there yeah no i don't give a shit really why happening. it's happening or yeah. whatever but now like it brings issues of like like what like consent like uh, uh, manipulation like like yeah. brainwashing which is a real thing they're for adults. cult leaders. they're adults i mean yeah but like people that have been trapped in like actual cults like mm. jamestown and all these people yeah like they all experience the similar things Stuck that these people are doing. After a while. Yeah. And, and, and it's not a matter of like, well, they're adults. It's a matter of like, this person is obviously manipulating a weakness 100%. for people and he's using them for his own sexual advantage yes, and he is. whatever. And, and that's fucked up and that people should try to put a stop to that and like find out like what's the root of it. Mm. I'm not going to be the one that finds out what the root of it is, nope. but I think that that should be looked into because there were accusations and the, the fact that there are accusations means mm. that someone saw something that wasn't right and made an accusation. Yeah. And like, and I think that should be looked at. But that's not the point of what I'm saying. Mm. Like, I know they're adults. They've been manipulated. The point of what I'm saying is like, what the fuck is happening lately where we get like news about people doing just fucking crazy shit? Yeah. It's it's upsetting. It's it's fucking upsetting. I mean, we're we're more connected than than ever now. Yeah. I mean, they, these things have been happening for such a long time. Uh, Dave Chappelle said something about it on the stand up. Yeah. You know, it was like when you have something like an Oklahoma City bombing or a uh, a shuttle blowing up in the sky. Yeah, everybody's sitting there and we're 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 paralyzed by it. You right. know, for amount of, amount of time. But like like you said last night, you see something. You was like, oh wow, R. Kelly has a, a sex slave harem. Then five minutes later, uh, oh uh, John McCain has uh, brain, brain cancer. cancer. Then five minutes later you know what there's something every minute of yeah every when you second get so of many of them day. you can't give a shit yeah when you have that much information coming in the only thing i can do is shut down 
all of that shit. Like I'm not getting any any of that information like directly to my face because right. it's just like if it's, it's a it's a uh, a drag. It is a drag. <laughs> it's it's a fucking a bummer. Especially like for something that I, I can't do anything about. You know, the only yeah. thing that it can do is bring negativity or bring me down. It's informing me about things that I don't care about. You know, yeah. the, 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 that I'm not going to do anything about. Right. You know. It's just like, I don't know, like when Trump was about to get elected, I was like, we can still do something about this. But now that he's here, like, unless we're going to be proactive to try to get him out of here, yeah. like, I don't care what the fuck this guy's Which, doing. It's another fucking conversation. Yeah. Anyway, the last thing I want to end with, I've been watching The Keepers. The Keepers? Uh, oh, Netflix. Yeah. How is that? Really good. It's really oh, good. Nice. It's really brilliantly well produced. And, like, I thought it was, like, it's not a spoiler. It's just, like, this is actually what got me to watch the series. Yeah. Because I thought it was just going to be a documentary about a dead nun. And I'm just like, what's happening? Oh, we got double vision. We oh, got, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that is super cool. We're looking at the same thing on two screens. I'm sorry. I'm got sorry, them right. Uh, it's the future, Chris. It's the fucking future. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> nice. Um, so I've been watching The Keepers, and I thought it was just going to be a documentary about a dead nun mm. uh, that got murdered in 1968. But it, it, like after the second episode, it just turns out to be so much more fucking impressive than that. Because like by talking about this, this dead nun, they discover that this priest had been systematically abusing little girls oh, wow. in, his, in, this, in that Catholic school. And there's been like seven, like seven victims spoke up about it in mm. the documentary so far. And then you're like, you start watching, it's like, oh, cool, that non-documentary. And then you're like, when the fuck did this turn into spotlight? What is happening mm. here? And it's just brilliantly well produced. It's really well done. It looks gorgeous on camera. And it, it, it tries to be as factual as it can be. And mm. I think it's an interesting true crime series. I love true crime. Mm. And that's definitely one of the best. I nice. think way better than the... What was the, the 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 guy that got framed for murder? The how to get away with murder? No, no, no. The 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 guy with the beard, Steve 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 something. The uh, making of a murderer. Making of a murderer. You see yeah. that? Uh, I tried to. I didn't care enough. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what? no, I'm not gonna do it. But I could. I should just start doing that. What? <laughs> just um, like watch a piece of something and then be like, oh, this is not good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I watched like two episodes. Yeah. And just the way the information was being delivered to me was like so slow that yeah. I'd rather just hear it from someone that watched it. I can get you. I can yeah. get you. Yeah. But uh, The Keepers is really good. So I'm a, I will check that out. Yeah. All right, I think that's it for catch up, right? Yeah. Cool. We'll be right back and talk about Logan Noir. And welcome back. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Logan Noir. Hey, hey. Give us a rundown, Chris. Uh, Logan, it was released in a 2017 rated R, a science fiction film uh, slash drama. Uh, the runtime is two hours and 21 minutes. The rundown is, in the near future, a wary Logan cares for an ailing Professor X somewhere on the Mexican border. However, Logan's attempts to hide from the world and his legacy are upended when a young mutant arrives pursued by dark forces. Uh, the writer-director is James Mangold. It stars Hugh Jackman, uh, Patrick Stewart, and Daphne Keene. Daphne Keene. I'm guessing that's Laura. Yeah. Um, this is an interesting movie, uh, mostly because we've, I've seen it three times Same. at this point. Yep. Uh, two of them were in color. The third time was black and white. Yep. And the, I watched it in cinema, and I was like blown away by how good this mm. movie was. It was definitely like not only a good superhero movie, but just a good fucking movie good in movie. general. Yeah. Um, but we had already talked about, gee, we already talked about uh, Logan a bit in like other episodes, so we wanted to do something bit. different, and we started, and so we watched Logan Noir, mm -hmm. uh, that comes in the Blu-ray, the black and white version, and I thought it was a fucking fascinating experience to nice. watch Logan Noir. Mm -hmm. um, so like, how do we want to do this? Do we want to talk about the movie itself first, and then talk about like how black and white made it better? Like, how do you? Um, either way, let's just jump into it. Okay. Uh, 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 my, the, my first... 
thing that I loved about this movie is that mm. it, hold, it immediately sets the tone for holding no punches. Mm. Like, it didn't advertise itself as being R-rated. It didn't do anything like that a lot. Um, but the fact that the first word... Oh, <laughs> the first the fact that we get the first words from Logan are like, fuck, and he just kills, like, four cholos, at, like, in a, in a go, mm. are just amazing for me because it immediately sets the tone for the movie. Yeah. And the opening shot of this movie is probably one of my favorites so far when, like, I worry Logan is in the backseat of his limo just, like getting fucking shit on. It, it, it's a great... Uh, fuck, from the, from the opening, this movie makes me happy. It did everything that a Logan movie should have done. It opened very well, yeah. and I'm going to have to do this movie the way that I do every other movie mm -hmm. that, that I've thought about before, that we've come before. I got to think about the things that I didn't like about this movie first. Right. And the first glaring, overbearing thing with this movie, two hours and 21 minutes. Mm -hmm. This is the third time that I've seen this two-hour and 21-minute movie. This right. hour, this movie is an absolute. Like you could take an hour out of this movie, and I'm still going to get all the information that I that I need that I need, you know, from this type, this movie right here. Right. Um, two hours and twenty one minutes was just entirely too long, um, and with that, it kind of drains entertainment value in the way that um, if anyone listened to our Three Women episode or mm -hmm. you know the movie Three Women, yeah. um, Three Women is critically amazing. It's brilliant. It does so many things right. But entertainment-wise, I'm just like, shit, like, okay, let's get on with it. Yeah, and that's what I got with Logan is um, two, and, two hours and 21 minutes. I'm like, all right, I'm entertained. We've getting, we're getting to the end. Like, can we wrap this up? And it got to a point to where it felt a bit pretentious and uh, sucking our own dicks because um, they're like, hey, we're doing something really good. Look at this background. Look how great this cinematography is. Mm -hmm. Let's drag this on for another 30 minutes. And I wasn't getting more as much information in the last 45 minutes. Actually, the last hour could have been condensed down to 30 minutes very easily for me without the pretense of all the, the gorgeous shots, which really, I'm saying, I, I can't yeah. take away that it was gorgeous, yeah. like nonetheless. And the story was good, but it, it just... It, there was just so much of a pretense. I I, I gotta disagree. I'm I, sure you would. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't feel like like I I agree that it was a little long. A little, most, a little long. The most that I would trim would be 20 minutes off. Mm. I I don't think I would trim so far as an hour, because part of what makes the movie work as it is is mm. that you get to see Logan interact with Laura. Mm. For the quiet moments of the film, mm. so I like, feel like like if you were gonna trim a movie to be that like one minute short, mm. like one hour short, yeah, you'd have to either sacrifice some of this like really amazing action scenes that like use like half characterization in them. Mm. Uh, for like example, when Logan fights X twenty four, like mm. the clone of him, that's I'm, a th characterful moment. That's exactly the type of stuff that I'm talking about cutting. Is those, those fights, those type of fights? But I, I feel like I, I, I why, why would you want to cut them? Because we are, we have the information. Like, all right, so um, what, what is the point of of action? You're trying to to convey something and tell us a message with this fighting scene. Mm -hmm. So after I get the message, don't drag the fighting on for another two, three, or four minutes because it looks cool. You know, I never felt like they were doing that though. Like I, I never felt like they were just dragging a fighting because it looks cool. I think that mm. the only the only action scene that I would say was a little too long was like the ending set piece. Definitely, like that was that was a little too long. But other than that, like the, when Logan meets X twenty four. I mean, hold on. With the, the last, the last. You mean like the last forty five minutes? Not the last forty. The, the set piece from like because the last forty five minutes includes like the the ending, the emotional ending. I'm talking about like from when Logan wakes up and then saves the kids in the forest. Or we're we not we're not counting the. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So yeah. when the the truck or whatever gets backed on X uh, X twenty four's guy or whatever. Mm -hmm. That part included or no? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All, all that point, yes. all the point yeah. from like when uh, when fucking Wolverine gets out of the mountain mm. and then kill and oh. then gets killed by X twenty four. Gotcha. All of that could have been condensed yes. significantly. Yeah. I agree with that. But like all of the other action movies that were like three, maybe five minutes mm. long, and they all serve to sort of establish the fact that. And maybe you got a bit repetitive. I'll agree mm. with that. But it was all meant to establish the fact that this is not the Logan that you knew from the uh, previous yes, franchise. And, and they definitely did that. Yeah. You know, but it's just as a movie watcher who watches enough movies, mm. it's just, I understand that this is your point. This is what you're trying to get across to me right now. And then, oh, let's do it again. Oh, let's do it again. Like, we need mm. three reasons to know that he's changing and that he's different. It's just as soon as I get the point, mm. I don't need it pushed down my throat. Right, I, but I also felt like these action scenes were doing a, a thing with Laura and Wolverine where like mm. every time that they fought together, they became more like a father and, and daughter. They and I think so. that was the point of the action scenes for me. Mm. So I didn't mind it. I didn't mind the fact that they were five minutes, maybe six minutes long. Mm. Um, I, I quite enjoyed them because it was fun to see the parallels between Laura and Wolverine while they were fighting. And it was mm. fun to see those two characters that are so initially repulsed against each other mm become closer and closer all the way until Charles died and now they're alone together and they're figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I it, I would trim maybe 20 minutes of this movie, but I can't see trimming an hour of this movie. I think you would No, that's, that's a bit hyperbolic. Yeah. I mean, I, like you can't True. trim an hour from a two or two and a half. You can't trim an hour from any movie, really. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I would like this movie trimmed down quite a bit just to make it a bit more entertaining. Like, I can get through the movie. Like I said, I've watched this movie three times, so right. I can watch it five times if I yeah. want it. You know, but I can get through it because it's a very... Uh, cinematically put together, uh, the storytelling is very good. Like, it's doing everything at such a high level mm-hmm. except for keeping me entertained. So, okay, so hold on, because I, I, I get entertained by the high... Three women. ...level things. I hate it, three women. That's what I'm saying. That's, that, that, that's, that's what I'm saying. Those those are high-concept things that aren't giving you any flash. But it's not the flash that entertains me in Logan. Mm-hmm. It's the character interactions in Logan that entertain that's, me. That's what, that's what I was saying with three women. Uh, it's, it's like Three women sucks, dude. It but, does, but it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, like, 99 three, critics agree. I, I, I think, okay, the problem with three women versus Logan is that yeah. three women... Uh, not just... It doesn't have to be three women. I'm just saying right. movies that are critically very, very good and are held to high acclaim across the board yeah. that just an average moviegoer could not watch it and come out and say, this is good. Like Citizen Kane. You know, if if you yeah. if someone goes to watch Citizen Kane, I can watch Citizen Kane 10 times mm-hmm. because it's so good and it's so well done. But am I entertained? You know, it's like I'm entertained in the fact that, okay, I get this. One part of me is entertained, but another isn't. And that's what Logan is doing for me. Okay. Is I'm not, you're not holding my interest. You're only intellectually holding my interest in that's- this movie. That's interesting because for me, that's the entertaining part of a movie. The intellectual part. For me, like, like I get entertained when a movie's like either showing me flashy shit mm. or making me think about what's happening. On One screen. of the two. One or the yes. If it can't, but this movie, can you not do both? Well, this movie. Can, can th- you not do both in, in an hour and forty five minutes? No. Not. Baby I'm, Driver did. You know, what I'm saying like I'm just saying. I'm just these are the movies that I'm holding it up to. But, if you're but gonna, when you gotta you gotta keep in mind that that the length of the movie also dictates what the tone of the movie is. You oh, can't. Yeah really have the type of somber western in 90 minutes you can't in 90 minutes you can't do no, it because impossible. you lose a lot of like the somber droning on shots that give you that mood yeah uh three women i hated because the characters what they were there and they were doing stuff it felt fucking meaningless mm. and i don't like the way robert altman directs a movie mm. i just don't but logan james mm. I, that that movie or movies in general uh i think i've seen like two other movies and i'm not a fan yeah I'm like not I don't a great like I like these things. It's, I don't it's, believe it. It's a style choice. It's a style choice. Mm. I don't like naturalism. I fucking hate it. Mm. 
and and he's a very naturalist director. But that doesn't mean it's not good. It's like it's that not means, good. That, that I means just that don't you like don't, it. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. Like I know I recognize that he's good. I just and don't think movie. he's good. Okay, no, no. Oh yeah, yeah. okay, no, no. Perfect. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So so like with that movie is is good, and you recognize that it's good, but there's something there that's not keeping you entertained, although it is good. You know, there's something that you're that you're not vibing with in that movie, but, but even it, though you recognize it. It comes good. to a point because I wasn't entertained a lot by Edgar Wright's uh, Time, the the fucking bar bar hop movie. Okay, yeah. I yeah. think that's Edgar the, Wright's the weakest End. movie, The World's End. Mm. It's Edgar Wright's weaker movie. Yeah. And I wasn't entertained by the movie at all, but mm. I recognize how good the movie is based on what I know about like cinema and like editing and cross cutting all yes. that. Yeah. But I wasn't absolutely entertained. Yeah. But the fact that I understood what it was doing cinematically mm-hmm. entertains me enough to get through the movie. That's what Three Women did. That's what I was saying with yeah. that. And and with uh, Logan, I feel like they were doing all those exact same things, but they knew they were doing it, and they just like, up, oh, let's push the button again. Let's push the button again. Oh, they just now got it. Let's do it yeah. again. It's, See, it's that's just... how I feel about Three Women. Mm. I mean, what... probably so. Yeah. I mean, probably so. I mean, it's just, it was just... Um, the the things in Three Women uh, attracted me more than the things that are happening in yeah. Logan. At, at, at this point, it's, it's about preference. preference. Yeah, because yeah. we're both recognizing that it's a very very good movie in yeah. Logan. But you I know, just, but it's just we look at it differently. But the reason why I, why I like Logan is I like I'm I'm a fan of like I, I've watched anime mm. for like as long as I can remember. Yeah, and a lot of the anime that I watch happen to be Western or space westerns yes. or sort of like what I'm gonna call it sushi westerns, so just westerns adapted to Japanese culture. Yeah, and and a lot of those. A lot of that content dictates on the fact that it's not going to be super fast-paced. It's not going to have a lot of flash. It's going to be a lot of people talking and yep. getting their ideas across. And in doing that, you deal with issues with identity mm-hmm. and like, well, am I really, am I really the good guy here? I'm killing all these people. Like, what am I? Mm-hmm. Like all of those issues that show up in Logan that make it a very classic Western. Like I'm putting people in very danger. classic Western. Like by far, and that's another part that I don't yeah. feel like it's up to for, for debate. I, I don't think you're debating that either. Yeah, no, that I'm, I'm, it's 100% a western. It's a, and and I watched the extras, and the director said I wanted to make a western out of mm-hmm. Logan. Yeah, and 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 he, I think I think he absolutely achieved it. Yes, uh, and like the references in the movie point to it being a western. Mm-hmm. The tone of the movie, the themes of the movie, they're all western based. Yes, yes. and uh, and I really really enjoy that. But I think because I recognize the genre from when I was a kid and mm-hmm. watching all these space westerns, like. Firefly, Cowboy Bebop, all yep. of these things. Same. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like I maybe it's just me having like a bit of a genre bias because that tends to happen. Oh, genre, yeah. Genre, but because that, that tends to happen. But I really enjoy mm. seeing those tropes from westerns being back into the modern screen. So I don't care if the shot lasts an extra fifteen seconds as long mm. as it's telling me this is going to be somber. This is mm. a theme in the movie. It was feeding um, a bit of like a, a nostalgia for you. And even yeah. that's what the movie was trying to do itself. You know, they were pulling mm. back movies from um, from the 50s, 60s, you know, and yeah. referencing old school, um, old school Western tropes mm-hmm. that they're doing there. So I could see how if you're brought into that genre and now they're, you know, they're, they're showing those things from the past, yeah, I can see how that can kind of be mm-hmm. ingratiated into your own being. Yeah, and so that it. keeps me entertained because when I'm watching the shot of Logan standing in the rain for 10 seconds, mm. I'm getting all of that emotional flashback from all the shots that I've seen of people standing in the rain for 10 seconds. Yeah. And, and, and that's sort of the entertainment for me from this movie and, and, and those long shots was like getting the emotional delivery mm. from them. I agree, some of them were too long mm. and I would strip a couple of them at like 10 seconds, but... Mm. Uh, the emotional delivery that those shots did, and like y- you can't get rid of those and still have a good movie, mm. I think, which is why I'm against the idea of trimming the movie. I think two minute, two hours and twenty minutes may feel a little bit long, but I don't think it should. It be doesn't trimmed. feel a little bit long. It feels yeah. very long. 
See, like, not for hours. me. Like, like I, I noticed that it's a good, mo- like a long movie. Yeah. Because I look at my watch, like, ah, oh, fuck, this really is a long movie. Like a number of times. Yeah. Like, and that's that's another key for my entertainment value in a movie. How many times do I have to look at my watch and say, oh shit, is this still going on? <laughs> oh shit. And I had to do that like six times with Logan. And it's like I do that with every movie. I'm yeah. gonna watch two or three times to see where where we are in the movie. But I'm just like, you're dragging this, bro. Like, okay, we're in Act One. All right. Well, mental timer is going off. Mm-hmm. All right, we're still in Act One. All right, we're in Act Two. All right, you got thirty minutes, forty-five minutes, an hour in Act One. What? The, I mean, in Act Two, what the fuck? Oh, we're getting into Act Three. Are you serious? Forty-five more minutes. Yeah. Forty-five more minutes. You know, it's just like, well, come on. I, I got what you're saying. I don't think it felt pretentious. I don't. You don't like, think this movie felt pretentious? I don't think so at all. I think it felt just honest. Fine. Yeah, genuinely, I don't think it was pretentious. Huh. I think Three Women was pretentious. Yes, I don't think I, it was just pretentious. Wow. Yeah. I believe they're both very, very pretentious. No, like, I, I, I really. I, why, why do you feel it's pretentious? Pre, 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 pretense. I mean, it's like you, you, you notice what something is, and you're continuing to go at it because of what it is. I didn't, I didn't see any stylized, stylized changes outside of. You know, and that's another thing I was, I was upset about. Mm-hmm. Well, not upset. It was just why I couldn't give more uh, credit to it. Right. I guess um, nothing new happened cinematically for me from the first. The first 45 minutes, I was like, wow, this is, you're really doing some stuff, like, as far as cinematography-wise. And we were pointing it out and stopping mm-hmm. and going at the, uh, we watched the movie together last yeah, night, uh, the first 45 minutes. But then, after the first hour, I was like, all right, everything that's going with the, with the, the shadowing, with the uh, the camera, I'm, I'm picking it up, what you're doing, and mm-hmm. nothing new was but happening. Do you think it's that. just because uh, you fall into a rhythm? Because that happens to me with no, pretty 100%. much every movie that I watch. Yeah, yeah. And, like, because every movie has its own language. Yeah. And so, like, the first hour, 45 minutes of every movie I watch, it's, like, figuring out that language. Yes. But after that, nothing should change cinematically, I no, think. No, no, it, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. Yeah. But, but you can now condense your information down because now you, ha- you have everybody on the train. Mm-hmm. And now, all right, the stops don't have to be 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes. Now, it's like now that we have the information, shorten your stops each time to not condescend to your audience. But also depends on what you're doing with those stops. Mm. Like, if the, if the stop is to have an emotional deliverance of, like, why Caliban killed himself mm. uh, to save Logan and Laura, or, like, why Wolverine has suddenly accepted Laura, mm. I'm okay with being 20-minute stops, 30-minute stops. As long as the purpose for those, you know, stops are there, mm. I feel like I can, I can justify it, and I'm okay with it. Mm. Um, so, like, I, like, Baby Driver is a movie that was, like, amazing, and all information is compressed, yeah. and that's what a good write does, and you get really large amounts of information yeah. really quickly. Yeah. But... The tone is always aggressively funny, mm. aggressively uh, playful, mm-hmm. or or just straight up uh, fun. Sure, that's the tone for this movie. That's what the quick cuts do. Mm. So I think like if we have stops that last like twenty thirty minutes for like a movie like like Logan, mm-hmm. who's what's meant to be somber and sort of broody and gloomy. Uh, I'm okay with that amount of time being spent delivering me in that information in that emotional state. Would you have been upset if the movie was three and a half hours long? If okay. it did, if it was a good three and a half hours, it would it, it could it would have been though. You know yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's like this movie could have been three and a half hours, three and a half hours long, and I would be saying the exact same thing I'm saying right now. It could be mm. five hours long, and I would be saying the exact same thing because I can't take anything away mm-hmm. from how great the cinematography was, how great the shading and shadow was, how great the storytelling was. Mm-hmm. It was so good, except for the fact that I feel like you're condescending, you're patron, well not even patronizing so much, mm-hmm. but you are condescending very very hard. I never got that. I felt like the movie treated me as an audience member with the proper emotional 
tracks, and it never once con- condescended to me. That's, I mean, that's personal preference. Yeah. And, you know. Why did it do? Why did you feel it condescended to you? I'm repeating myself now, cause like, right? cause yeah, because like I, 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 I get it. Like I'm on the stop, and then as mm-hmm. soon as you have me on the train, and I understand what this movie is after the first hour, mm-hmm. then you don't have to continue to stretch these moments out for me, because now I get with this. And before, like, if you had to give me a 30 minute moment for mm-hmm. me to understand what the tone was for this movie right. and what I'm supposed to be getting out of these interactions, then so be it. If it takes an hour for you to set that tone up for me, then right. that's where it has to be. But after we get that, you don't have to drag me on a scene for 30 minutes of showing me how this moment is going to drag out or another scene for 30 okay. minutes of have this. Like, cut it down to 15 minutes. Like, I get what you're yeah. doing now. I mean, like, I, I get it. Yeah. I disagree entirely. I was saying, it's, it. it's just preference. Yeah. Like I said, you, you, like you could have watched three and a half hours of that movie. If they were good. It the the been thing good. is, like, I don't care about the, the running time of a movie. I yeah. watched The Lord of the Rings, yeah. like, extended edition Very for, like, movies. five hours. Yes. I, watched, I watched them all in one day, 13 hours. Yes. And I was completely fine with the movies being that long. No, because they were good. And yes, and I, I will be the same. If we watch Lord of the Rings, I'll say the same thing. I will be like, "This movie is great. It does the cinematography is good, the storytelling is good." And I was like, "Why is this movie four and a half hours long?" It's like it's going to be yeah. the same gripe. It's just entertainment value. Like I don't know. Like for some, like I said, for for somebody like us who watches movies all the time, mm-hmm. we can understand why these movies are good. And I've seen Logan three times. I'm yeah. gonna watch it again. So I'm not discounting that it's good. I'm saying if I watch this movie next to my girlfriend mm-hmm. or my friend who doesn't know anything about movies or, you know, a guy, we pull a guy from off the street and tell right. him to come watch a movie, he's not going to be entertained for two and a half hours. You know, I think, I think you're, like, I'm usually cynical when mm-hmm. it comes to, like, movie audiences, but yeah. I think that sentiment is overly cynical about moviegoers. Mm. I think... I, I mean, no, I mean, that's just from the people that I've talked to. I mean... Right, and maybe the people that I talk to are, like, different in nature. Uh, oh, um, so, like, the ones that you talked to about Logan, they're, like, on the same... Uh, okay. They're on the same page as me. Okay. Uh, yeah. They think that it's a very good movie and that for the whole two... And they say, like, besides, maybe it was a little too long. But besides, what's the guy? Uh, Rob. Rob, yeah. From the, the That's Empire the only person that, that we both know that. Yeah. yeah that was, like... Um, but like maybe the people that I talk to have like a different view of movies, and and, and and that causes you to be overly cynical about like movie audiences' intelligence. Yeah. Um, but like I feel like normal people that watch no, Logan or a movie, no, they're dumb. A lot of the time, will watch a two and a half hour long movie because it's good, not like mm. because information is condensed. I, I feel like I feel like that you're being overly cynical about people's intelligence regarding this movie. I, th- I mean, it's not regarding this movie. It's yeah, regarding, regarding movies in general. Yeah, regarding the people. Yeah. I mean, it's like I think that normal. I mean, people are just generally dumb in general. I yeah. mean, but, but why? Why would you need to be able to break down a movie like Logan and understand it to the capacity, or, or like a Citizen Kane, or mm-hmm. Three Women, or movies that are that good critically? That some don't people give just you, have fun doing it, and, and some, some of them do, but I don't think the general audience does. I mean. Like the same, the same, the same guy that's watching the fart movie isn't going to go watch Citizen Kane the next day. Or he might, you know, but... That, that, that's the thing, because then this, this is no longer about the movie Logan. Now, this is just like a, like, like our conversation, like mainstream culture regarding movies. No, I'm, tr- I'm bringing it to myself is yeah. the entertainment value. Is yeah. the, is, that's the only thing that I'm taking away from the movie. Like, it's good, and that's the only knock I can take from it, is it's so long that it cut away from the, 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 my inter- like how entertained I was. And if I brought in a number of people into that room, mm-hmm. I feel like I would get the exact same thing. Like, they might not notice that it's good at all. They might just say it sucks. Right. You know? but, but I'm saying that the movie is good, but it's so long that it hurts entertainment value. 
Okay. I mean, yeah. but but that wouldn't that doesn't affect like if you're listening to this and you like Lord of the Rings, then you should probably definitely go see Logan because yeah. it's good all the way through. Yeah. No, it's it's a fantastic <laughs> you know? movie. Yes. Um, I I I just have a, like I, I, that's an idea that I want to explore later. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's it, it's interesting. Um, the, but <laughs> the he, people are stupid as fuck episode. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, you guys know that people are stupid as shit. Like if you're listening to this, yeah. you're not going to consider yourself a dumb fuck, but you know, everybody around you are dumb fucks. And we're talking about you too. Cause you're around us. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I don't consider myself a dumb fuck, but you put me inside of a room with more intelligent people and I'm a dumb fuck. Yeah. And it's just, that's what the general population is. You're walking around thinking that you know shit, but you don't. And, and in terms you of don't. entertainment, <laughs> you really don't, you know, unless you're immersing yourself into something, you don't, yeah. you know, it's like we're watching these movies like Logan all the time, so we're gonna think that it's good, you know. Yeah. But, but in terms of entertainment value, uh, I don't think the movie took a hit from me for being that long. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I think that that I was okay with the entirety of the movie. Yeah. There was nothing that I would feel has to be trimmed out. Mm. The same, we watched a movie recently that pissed me off because it was way too long. Which I don't one? remember which one. We, I think we watched it together. I don't remember what movie it was. Mm. But I watched a movie recently that fucking pissed me off because it was like entirely too long. It was like forty-five minutes too long. Mm. And uh, and I I was done. Like there's a different tone. Like if it helps your tone for the movie, I'm okay with being long. If it helps your your drama, I'm okay with it being long. Mm. If it's just like faffy and unnecessary, uh, or like you fit emotional marks mm. and you're no longer doing anything with those emotional marks, then cut it out. Cut it out. That's fine. We don't need all that information. Mm. But for Logan, I feel like everything worked. Everything sort of tied in together. All right. Uh, so I wasn't. I didn't have a problem with that. The other. The other thing that I liked about this movie is the soundtrack's did, gorgeous. Did you have any problems with the movie though? I did. I had a couple. All right. I'm sorry, but go ahead. Um, and and they're more nitpicky than anything. Like the. I don't know what camera they filmed on. I don't know what lens they filmed on. I don't have that knowledge. Yeah. But there was a lot of lens distortion in mm. the movie every time that they did a focal shift. Yes, you did bring that uh, up, yeah. I feel like like James Mangold, I mean, he's he, his shots are gorgeous and they look beautiful. Oh, yeah. But the only thing that I would take away from the movie is to not use those dramatic focal shifts in mm. the movie. I feel like they took away. Either you want me to see the background or you want me to not see the background. Yeah. Don't force me to like switch between character and background at the same time. It's just jarring and it takes me away from the dramatic moment. I can see that. Um, cause I, the, his deep focus shots are amazing. Yes. Like the shots where he's in the mountain yes. and Logan just like walking up to the mountain and then falls down in the end. That shot is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. The shot with the tank in the background while the guy with the arm is like trying to talk into Logan. Oh, the beginning. Yeah. That shit's gorgeous. Yeah. But when you do the dramatic focal shift, you're breaking the tension that I'm having from these characters staring at each other. Mm-hmm. And, and, and uh, but that, that's it. Um, the only the only other issue I have with the movie it's not really an issue is that the action scenes while they looked amazing and mm. they were really well shot they didn't do a lot for me in terms of um, not entertainment but in terms of interest mm. you know like like after I saw Logan Claw the fifth guy I was just kind of like alright like alright I get it yeah, yeah. Um, but that's in the action movies because at that point there's no more characterization happening like, mm. in, the, like in the first the the second fight when they enter the household mm. the like where they are in the factory yep. uh, that fight was too long mm. but the X twenty four fight when he's at the house wasn't because there was the emotional beat of Logan having to come to terms with what he was in the past to save Laura mm. right but that wasn't there in that when they went they first went to get Laura in that in the factory so that fight felt too long versus the X twenty four which felt like appropriate amount of time mm. uh, Laura was great to look at in the fight scenes like she was it was amazing she was awesome. Um, but I wanted the beats to happen where him and Laura in the first like really big action set piece mm. communicated more. We got like three or five of those moments. I wanted like six or eight. Okay. 
um, because that's what those moments were about. Mm. Uh, uh, and that's that, that's my only grab with the action scenes. I feel like the dialogue scenes were amazing mm. in this movie. Every time that someone was talking, I was immediately engrossed into yes. what was happening. Yes. Uh, and 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 both in color and black and white. Mm. Uh, what did I have any other problem with the movie besides that? Uh, la, 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 la. No, I think that was it. Mostly like the. Mostly the lens distortion stuff and mm. all of that stuff. That was my biggest problem with the movie. Okay. Yeah. Some of the beats missed in the action scenes, but that's it. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk specifically about the black and white? Do it. Uh, 35, 25. What? I mean, I mean, just let's talk about the movie. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. Do you want to say anything else about what I just said? The lens distortion or anything like that? I feel like you're very quiet, and I'm and I'm. I feel oh no, because I, I talk. I feel like, defensive. I, I talk for like 15 minutes, so yeah, I was just okay. like letting no, you no, no. get your I, stuff off. I feel defensive. It's fine. Talk to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. Uh. Things that okay. I, I'll start on things that I did enjoy about the movie, which was the majority of the movie. Um. Let's see. Uh, favorite scene in the movie. Do, 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 do. Oh, there, <laughs> there was one where they're inside the car and um, Donald Pierce, he's the guy with like the fucked up mm-hmm. hand or whatever, the electric hand. And um, he's like, Charles Xavier, the world famous, uh, the world's most famous mutant octogenarian. He was like, I'm a non-engineerian, by the way. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. It, it was just a little cool thing. And they, they say something later about, uh, about his age, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, Charles Xavier was like, two days on the road, only one mil and hardly any sleep. She's 11. I'm fucking 90. <laughs> you know, I, I, I like little stuff like that, having Charles Xavier being a little more... Uh, a little sassy. A little more sassy in his yeah. old age. He's fucking fed up with everything. Yeah. Uh, that's another thing. that I, The dynamic between Logan and Charles Xavier was amazing. Oh, I yeah. loved it. Uh, every fucking interaction they had was lovely. Yes. Uh, Laura and, and Logan had a great interaction together. My favorite scene is when they're in, they're in the grocery shop mm. and she's like about to kill the, the, the store clerk that took her Pringles away. Yeah. She's like, not okay. Yeah. And then immediately steals a couple phone chargers. Yeah, it's like, oh, do you guys have phone chargers? They're over there. All right, I'm, I'll be stealing those. <laughs> with cigars. <laughs> yep. The, uh, my favorite moment with them was, um, I have two of them. Uh, mm-hmm. The first one was um, when he realizes what she is. Like, he kind of knew, but, mm-hmm. it, but he got to see her in action. And uh, he gets he gets inside of the limo, mm-hmm. puts Professor X inside there, and then he peels out. He's circling around, and then he stops for a second, and then she jumps on the car, mm-hmm. or jumps on the hood and looks in the window, and they look at each other for not even half, like half a second. Yeah. You know, it's like, we get it. We're like, we understand what it is. He gets it, she gets it. And he speeds off fast as shit. Is just uh, annoying. While of, she's still in the hood. While she's still on the hood. Yeah. You know, it's like a recognize of, hey, you're just like me. If I was, if I was on that hood, I would be able to deal with this. Right. <laughs> you know, deal with it. Deal with this. Yeah. And the um, the other the other moment was the, the um, it's just their communication without without mm-hmm. speaking. We see that a lot with uh, Professor X uh, and and the girl and Laura. Mm-hmm. But we we got to see some of that with um, the father daughter uh, type combo too. Mm-hmm. The communication without speaking. At the end, he's he's nearly about to die here. And there's uh, a couple of 10, 20 people with guns running up at him. Mm-hmm. And he tells Laura, he's like, get behind me. Right. That was the only instruction that he said, get behind me. He runs up, starts shredding motherfuckers. She <laughs> comes up, jumps on his back, uh, jumps over his back like um, like a, a shot out of, um, what's the movie we just seen recently? Wonder Woman. Right. <laughs> you know, springs <laughs> up, spring into the air like, like a shot out of Wonder Woman and starts slashing up some shit. And there, for the first time, they're really like a duo that's fighting together purposely. Right. You know, for that purpose. I'm like, it's, I, I enjoy that scene a lot. So yeah. that I think all, all, all the fight scenes where Laura and Wolverine were communicating and talking were fucking fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
the little touches that I like is that sometimes you forget that Charles is a psychic in this movie. Mm-hmm. And then when you remember and then you realize that he's been talking to Laura inside her head the whole time. Yeah. You, re- you realize like, ah, oh, fuck. That makes, that's why they had that eye contact. Something's going on. We don't see it because yeah. it doesn't matter to us. It's a, you know, Wolverine doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like those little moments like sort of build up a relationship oh, yeah. really tiny and in really tiny ways. And I thought it was lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, my other, the, uh, apart from like the 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 movie itself being great mm. and looking gorgeous in color, the black and white. Mm. When you take away all the color of a movie, you mm. can really focus on how they use the light to compose yes. a shot. Oh yeah, and 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 Logan Noir, I felt like I was more I was looking at the frame more intensely because it had a, a lack of color. Yes, and I was noticing light gradients that look gorgeous, high contrast mm-hmm. shots. I noticed uh, a thing that was really interesting to me that I haven't noticed in black and white movies before is that when someone is the one delivering information, mm. their face is can be hidden in high contrast. It doesn't mm. really matter what we look at their face. Mm. But when someone is reacting to that information, we have as low con- we want to have as low contrast as possible mm. in that scene. And that happened a lot uh, when Charles Xavier and Wolverine were talking in mm. the tank because it's very purposeful lighting, very minimal lighting. Mm. Uh, so like Charles Xavier's face was was concealed uh, with high contrast, and every time that Logan was reacting defensively to something, we would see a, a, a shot of his face being completely beautifully lit up, mm-hmm. and you would see all of the scars and all of the shit on his face, and yeah. you would see the expression in his eyes so much more clearly. Mm. I fucking love that. Happened at the hotel again. Gabriella... Uh, high contrast, a lot of that conversation. Wolverine, mm. super low contrast. Laura, super low contrast. Uh, and, and and that's very, uh, I don't want to say purposeful because it's obvious that it's purposeful, but mm. that's a, that it serves a very specific thing to an audience member. That's, that's, but do you think if we bring in Johnny Shitstick from across the street, like is he's going to pick that up? I don't think he's going to pick it up consciously, yeah. but I think subconsciously that has an effect on a viewer. Some, some of them, yeah. yeah. I, I think subconsciously, and that's, it's supposed to. Yeah. I, I it's supposed to be subconscious, yeah. but it's our job to look at it from yeah. a conscious level. I'm, I'm, I think, and that just goes back into the argument, mm-hmm. how sophisticated I think our, uh, I think uh, movie viewers are. Right. Like Even at a subconscious level, I don't think they're... No, I, I think I think they'll pick it up because when you're hiding half of someone's face, mm. uh, you know that their expression is not that important. You like stop looking for. I mean, you for know that. Twitches I mean, it, it's just going back to me thinking that people are dumb. I mean, yeah. It's but, like I, I know that you know that, and you know that I know that, but it's just right. like. But why? Like, th- at why that do point, I think people are dumb? And no, no, no. I know people are like most people are dumb, yeah. but to a point, I think that that's a subconscious thing that the brain does automatically. I don't give brain. Yeah. I don't. I don't give them that that much credit. I just it's, don't. it's something that happens. Like like it's proven. Like subconscious. Like brain. You can't control con- uh, subconscious. Yes. Uh, they happen whether you're clever or not. Yes. They, ha- they happen that way. That's why we have cinema. Mm. Cinema is meant to subconsciously influence your emotions. Yes. And that's a very good technique to subconsciously tell your brain this is important. Look at this man's face right here. Because mm. all of the light it leads into the face, the frame leads into the face, the vanishing points and the lines of the walls lead into no, the face. No, I think they will look, but I just yeah. I don't know if they would find the importance of it or um, think that good or bad. You know, they will look up like, oh, I can see his face completely right now. Oh, that looks kind of cool because I can only see half of his face while I mean, he's talking. Yeah, but that you doesn't know? matter because the function of it already happened. No, the function, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, the function is there, mm-hmm. but it's just, I'm just the viewer. I don't think they're going to understand. No, it doesn't or, matter if they understand it at that point okay. because they did it and it worked. No, yeah, That's it, it definitely worked. It worked. It yeah. worked for me. It worked so, for you. It's, but that it's, it so take away the fact that maybe the viewer doesn't understand it. That doesn't matter. No, it's well, not going to affect my grade of the movie at all. Yeah, I'm saying entertainment value. I mean, yeah, but that's so subjective. One hundred percent subjective. Yeah. Yes, I can't take. I can't 100% take away. One hundred percent subjective. Like, how do I say it? I don't know. 
I, I have a problem with that like outlandish cynicism towards like yes. moviegoers. Um, not moviegoers, humans. We're talking. Well, yeah, but just I, in general, it's not because they go see movies that they're mm -hmm. dumb. It's because there are human beings. Yes, I have a problem with that outlandish cynicism. Right. There you go. I, I really do. Okay. Um, but uh, we'll talk, I'll talk about it later. <laughs> um, but like on a subconscious level, the movies does a lot of like really cool things yeah. with the black and white that you see better in black and white than you did in color. Yes. Um, the exterior shots looked amazing. Yes, they did. Like some of those like light gradients going from like amazingly bright white to like really just like almost black on the foreground mm. and just everything in between looking like perfectly exposed. It was gorgeous. Yeah. The opening shot of the movie in black and white is probably my favorite shot of the entire movie in black and white. Mm. When Logan is sitting in a black leather and just like there's light coming from the top and it just looks so fucking good. I love that. The, the action scenes in black and white didn't do a lot. Mm. Uh, the black and white ex like heightened my experience of every dialogue shot. Mm. It, it, I think they definitely felt more entertaining in black and white. Um, but the action movies didn't do anything for me in black and white. That could have been in color for all I care. And, okay. Or black and white would have been the same. Hmm. Um, but hearing people talk and having that dinner scene where hmm. like solidifies the theme of the movie hmm. as being like a classic Western when an outsider comes in Western. and like accidentally fucks everything up in the town and hmm. like redeems himself and does all of that. And then, you know, like all of, all of those scenes, the dinner scene looked gorgeous in black and white. Hmm. Like the deep blacks and the dark shadows of the house. Hmm. And like the light or the overhead light on the dinner table were like lighting everyone's face, so you're so pretty. Would you have still considered this movie a western without that dinner scene? It would have had elements of a western, but I think that's a movie that cements the themes as a western theme. Mm. That's a scene, and, and I said it a couple of times. That's yeah. the scene in the movie that thematically mm. announces this is a western. Mm. I uh, mean, it's it's a western without it. I feel like, yeah. but uh, yeah, like that word there is like, oh, this is one hundred percent a western. Yeah. Like, it's, there's no doubt about it. It's a scene that punches you in the face and mm. tells you, like, hey, this is. We've already yeah. told you the reference about the western that they're watching in the hotel room, yeah. and that very that movie mirrors Logan's journey mm. very much. A savage that became part of a civilization, and he did his job in that civilization, but ultimately the civilization has no place for that savage. Mm. And, and I feel like it's a, just a very classic journey for a Western. And that mm. scene was the one that made it hit. Mm. Uh, and I loved every second of the dinner scene. There's one shot in there that breaks my fucking heart mm. when like uh, Wolverine and Charles Xavier are talking about like how they run the school. I got kicked out a couple times. I would say you were a nice pupil, but the words would choke me. Yeah. And then they just have a, like a shot of Wolverine smiling. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> It's just yeah. so good, especially if you know what's going to happen mm. at that point. You know that that family is going to die. Uh, and, and you know that they're going to die because of Wolverine and Charles and Laura. And it just breaks your fucking heart. Yeah. And I love that shot. It's okay. That dinner scene for me is the entire highlight of that movie. I love that dinner scene. Hey. I'm good. <laughs> 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 yeah, like 35 minutes in. I think we I'm are 35 sure. minutes in. Uh, listen, uh, the, the greatest thing about this movie really is that apart from being like a superhero movie, it's not even that. It's it's just Definitely a great movie. fucking movie mm -hmm. that happens to have Wolverine as a character. Yes. Hugh Jackman is going to be my Wolverine no matter how many other fuckers play him. Mm. Uh, I think the girl that played Laura is going to have an amazing career from here on out. I think she did an amazing job. She did. Uh Patrick Stewart, of course, he did an amazing job. Oh, as always. Fucking love Patrick Stewart. Oh, yes. And, like, I, this really is just one of those movies that you have to admire for being a good movie. Yes. Despite the fact that it's a superhero movie. Oh, yeah. And I'm really cynical about superhero movies. I really am. I fucking hate a lot of them. I don't look at them like that. A movie's a movie. Like, it's a yeah. movie. 
you know. Uh, yeah, we'll get into that later. That's the movie. Yeah, um, but Logan's mm. really good, and I think the black and white version of Logan mm. uh, is really. I don't say it's a definitive way to watch a movie. Mm. I think the color movie works better. Mm. Um, but I do think that watching it in black and white is such a interesting experience mm. if you want to study like the way they use light or if you want to study like the way shots are set up or, or you want to not have the distractions that color gives mm -hmm. you in a movie so you can study the framing a little bit better i think definitely the black and white noir version uh is fantastic same oh. same it's the same reason why the black the, the black and white mad max is really good mm. I didn't get to see Black and White Mad Max, but uh, I do prefer the Black and White uh, Logan uh, much better. Uh, it, pull, it pulls you in. Like I said, I've seen Logan twice before, and I really enjoyed it. Seen it last night again for the third time, and it's like I said, Black and White, it pulls you into every scene, and I really enjoyed that. Yeah, and, and I think it's because of that. Like, there's no more color, so you pay a lot of attention to 100%. whatever details there are. Yes. And the textures feel great. Like, mm -hmm. everything you see in the movie is, like, greatly textured. There's an amount of detail yes. that we just not get anywhere else, mm -hmm. really. Because, like, before... I, I think I think I'm liking the transition from film to digital. Mm -hmm. I, like, people, film purists can complain about it, but the amount of detail that we're getting out of digital now is, is rivaling the amount of detail that we got out of film before. And it's interesting to see movies doing the black and white thing in a modern setting with modern digital cameras doing this, doing that amount of experimentation. Mm. Um, because I think the movies are going to look absolutely fucking gorgeous. And uh, I, think that, I think that's pretty much all I have to say about Logan Noir. Yeah. I think that watch a black and white version if you mm. want to like watch a movie a different way. Yeah. Um, but it's not the definitive way to watch a movie. Mm. I think you can enjoy both of them equally. Definitely so. Yep. Uh, Logan, what would you give this movie? Uh... 88 out of 100. 88 out of 100? Mm. Cool. I'm going to give it an 8.5. 8.5. Yeah. It's 85 out of 100. Why? <laughs> it's every week. Like, mm. I, look, this somebody has to be getting a, a chuckle out of this. Like, if you're like an every week listener <laughs> of like how Brown will be on the high horse of how great yeah. it is, and then his grade will be like so much lower than mine. This <laughs> week, you know? And I spent the last 30 minutes like so shitting much shitting on, on it, you yeah. know, for the things that I didn't like. And I brought it down to an 88 because of the things I didn't like. Yeah. But I heard like two things you didn't like from it, and it's lower than my grade. Because. I, Listen, it's a, it's a great movie. It's mm. brilliant. It's, it's great. Uh, eight, yeah. It's a B, but it's great. It's not a B. 8.5 is a it's, B. It's 8.5. Yeah, it's a That's B. That's a B. But I don't look at it as B like a letter grade. B, what? Yeah. 85. Okay, not, not, not B then. 85% out of 100. Yeah, 85% of 100. I'm cool with giving it 85% out of 100. That's good. That's good. Yeah, that's, that's very good. That's brilliant. That's, that's, that's about brilliant. That's, yeah. that's bru no, that's very good. We gotta we gotta get someone to like listen to this episode mm -hmm. and tell me what I've given all of the recent movies. You don't want to do that because <laughs> um, I want to make an average because I want to know what movies get above the eight mark. Okay. Uh, for me, like like a nine movie, like I've t nine movie is like in Bruges. That's a nine movie. Oh for my me. god! Yeah. Like uh, in Bruges, like eight point two. Yeah, I guess <laughs> like for me, I it's like but 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 it's like I can see why for you it's like that's an enjoyable movie. You like it yeah. a lot, but it's like as far as filmmaking, cinematography, editing, sound, like it's barely getting above an eight. I I, I think that just because I think in Bruges have a lot more subversive cinematography than mm. a lot of the flasher ones, and I think that's why I really enjoy it. Maybe. But uh, whatever. Point is, eight point five for Logan. Right. It did a great job. It's fucking fantastic. The it's, writing's it, great. It's, it's good. It looks great in black and white. Mm -hmm. But uh, fuck you, eight point five. Eight point eight. Eight point eight, and I'm sticking to it. It's All a very right. good movie. Cool. <laughs> we'll be back with the television and closing in a bit. <laughs>
Like, I, I like the idea of getting excited to talk about people about things. Mm. And then if, if I get excited and the conversation is great, then fuck yeah, I got a great conversation. Mm. Uh, but if I think everybody's cynical, I'm just going to block everybody out all of the time. Uh, it's just, just the way I work. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's that's what I do. One hundred. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's that's something else. I didn't bring it up in the uh, in the catch up. Mm-hmm. I've been going to my gym now for almost two years now, like mm-hmm. re- like religiously, not well, you know, like a couple times a week. Like like, come on, semi religiously, like practicing Christian that goes to church like for the holidays, kind of thing, or like um. <laughs> <laughs> don't 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 expand on that bit. It was yeah. a dumb bit. <laughs> no, but like um, but no, it's like two two three times, sometimes four times a week. Right. And now I'm coming to the thing to where I'm seeing the same people over and over and over again. Right. And it's like now I recognize them and they recognize me mm-hmm. and they know that we recognize each other, but we're not. Talking. talking to each other yeah. and it's like it's been so long I said two years now of seeing these people over and over that it's like I feel them like gravitating to my work areas mm-hmm. to try to put themselves in my space so right. we can have a conversation or I'll see them like looking at me through the mirror mm-hmm. I'll be in, like looking at the mirror and I'll see them like through mirror stuff and the, the, the problem is is like I said if I have a conversation with one of these people then number one I may have because I'm a regular I may have to talk to this person Every time I come into the gym now. Right. So it's like, oh, hey, John. Hey, John. Yeah, what you do yesterday? What are you going to be working on today? I don't want to have to do that with every single person inside the gym. Yeah, and that's totally fine. You know, it's like, what, what it's like, but they might, those people might have some very good things to add. Be like, ahead. hey, you know, you could be, you could speed up your workout time and you could get a lot bigger and stronger if you start doing things this way. Yeah. You know, but instead I was like, you know what? I'd rather just not talk to anybody. Yeah. I'll assume none of you know what you're doing whatsoever because I do know what I'm doing yeah. because I've, you know, it's out of one. 100% know what I'm doing, but you could know better, but I'm not going to come to you, you yeah. know, for, for that information. And you're and this the opposite for you. You're saying that it's like, I kind of believe that everyone has the, the possibility to have as much knowledge as me mm-hmm. until you prove that you don't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, th- that, that's definitely like the core difference. I, I just like believing that people are smart because otherwise I would get very sad. And like for like two years, I they're, was just like depressed the entire time. They are. They're smart at certain things, though. They're I mean, only smart at certain things. Yeah. It's but, like, but we're like, well, I'm smart at movie stuff. I'm not smart at food stuff. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm smart at like, you know, it's like I, I reckon you have to recognize flaws and weaknesses, and I have many of them. Yeah. Morals, ethics, um, quick temper, and a smart mouth. Yeah. I mean, so do I. <laughs> like, I, I recognize that I have like all of these flaws, and yeah. like, um, like I have a reason to be, I have a reason to be cynical, mm. and and do all of those stuff. I just choose not to, mm. because I was so cynical for yeah. two and a half years, and I wanted to literally kill myself. Why? I just hated the world. I just hated how everything operated. I still hate it, though. I mean, yeah, but now I've sort of, like, I come to terms with the fact that a lot of it is not to my liking, mm. but I'm doing nothing by shutting it out and not giving people benefit of the doubt. Mm. So I choose now to, like, all right, you, you're annoying me, mm. but I'm going to give you, like, a couple of sentences so you just say something clever, mm. and then we can have a conversation. Yeah. If not, I just shut that shit. I just walk away. Um, there's a lot of I literally leave conversations going like I don't want to be in this conversation anymore and then I just leave um, and, and, and that's worked for me because like otherwise I would be buried in this pile of cynicism it, that would continuously wear me down it feels like um, like it would be like an analogy would be like there's, there's a lake mm-hmm. and then you're out there fishing and before I was out there fishing for mm-hmm. years and years and then I'll pull up a fish and it'll be a poisonous fish and I try to eat the fish and yeah. then I got poison I'm like what the fuck and <laughs> you got sick from it <laughs> yeah. and I was like oh it's only one fish you know right. so then I go fishing again and then the same thing happens like over and over but then after about 10 fish then I pull up one of them I'm like oh this is a good fish mm-hmm. you know but then after 
trial and error over a hundred times, I see that every ten fish, I only get two that are good. Right. You know, and just from trial and error over and over and over and over hundreds of times. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of improved in my mind as for how they kind of say um, how old people get stuck in their ways mm-hmm. because for thirty years there that was a fact. Those were the worth way things were. Right. So now thirty years later, those aren't the way that things were, but they have proof that that's the way that it was. Yeah. You know. So I'm saying I'm fishing for I'm fishing out of this like over and over. So I'm like, you know what? It's not beneficial for me to fish from this lake. Yeah. It would be a lot easier for me to just dig inside this dirt for 24 hours a day and then come up with three sustainable things for me to eat from from the earth. Right. It's a lot harder work, and I'm over here by myself <laughs> digging this dirt out, And but I'm getting three sustainable things a day as opposed to two sustainable things a day and mm. dealing with eight pieces of bullshit each, each time. Right. You know, so it's like, it's just different. Aspects, That's just different ways know? of thinking about it. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I got lost in that analogy. Really? I I did, but uh, it's fine. It is not fine. <laughs> All right. So so in, in, in this analogy, yeah. if you if you're fishing up the things, those are the people that you're talking to each time. You right. say this person might be smart. He might ha- know a little something right here. Up, mm-hmm. oh, nope. Poison conversation. Poison, oh, okay. poison, Brian. And then you fish again. Up, oh, nope. This conversation's poison. But then after ten conversations, two or, two or three of those conversations actually turn out good and beneficial right. and healthy and great. You know. But you had to weed through eight bullshit conversations just to get to those two. Yeah. You know. But but your mind is like, hey, tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm going to go fishing again because I got two fish. You know, but in my mind is I went fishing and I'm like, this is a waste of time. I went fishing. I threw the reel in there 10 times. I only came back with two fish. This is bullshit. You know, so so it was just like, I I would rather just not go fishing at all. Go find something completely, a different way to live that's a lot harder, but I feel it's more beneficial to my own mental state. That makes sense. So it's like for your mental state, it's like, hey, I want to be around people. They might fuck me, but it's like some people are good, some people are bad. Yeah, because it's really easy. Should have just take the place on his fist and just go like throw it away on uh, in the lake you go yeah it's really easy you can throw exactly you throw it away but, so, but so. you know what's easier what? not to pick the fish up in the first place I mean yeah all right uh, this <laughs> you know what's not easier digging. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that's hard. That, that's the hard part, and that's the yeah. lonely part. You know, yeah. it's like the, the digging is like you're in isolation and you're working that much harder to find anything. The mm. people that are fishing, they got a hundred people over there by the lake. You can have conversations while you're fishing. Yeah. Many, many people over there, but you're gonna have to hear bullshit, and you're gonna mm. have to eat a poison fish every now and again. Yeah. But it's like, but which which one can you deal with more? Can you deal with isolation and being alone, or that. can you deal with like having to deal with other people's shit? Being alone, it makes me uncomfortable. That's where I would rather mm. be. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know that. I would yeah. much rather be alone than be with people and yeah, that's, no, it's just it. a personal preference thing but yeah all movies. right for uh, television and movies this week it's uh from tuesday july the 25th through monday july the uh, 31st mm-hmm. so we're finally at the end of july uh this is a very short week for movies i don't like that i don't like that we're at the end of july july don't like it why not too too quick it really was yeah, like too, summer too is like quick. coming and going and I, I know it's because we're getting older, and like as you get older, time flows by quicker. Like your perception of time is quicker. Hell yeah! Fuck that! Don't like it! Don't yeah. like it! Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll be thirty-three at the in, yeah. at the end of next month. Like it's 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 crazy. So the uh, the first television show is Friday, July the twenty-eighth, Room One Hundred Four. It's a drama on HBO, eleven thirty p.m. Uh, it says, new 12-episode anthology series from the Duplass Brothers is set in a single motel room where a different story happens for each uh, set of characters each week. Huh. That should be interesting. Duplass Brothers. Yeah, I like the Duplass. Hell yeah. I don't Mark. know the other guy. Is it Joe Duplass? Uh, Mark Duplass and Jay Duplass. Jay Duplass. Yeah. Cool. Uh, but yeah, um, I'll check that out. HBO, 11.30 p.m., a drama on HBO, room 104, Friday, July the 28th. Nice. Uh, the next thing is going to be Sunday, July the 30th. 
Are you ready for this shit? Uh, Rick I'm and Goddamn Morty. Goddamn right. Well, well, dub, dub. Yes. We've been waiting so long. So long. You know, and, and honestly, like <laughs> I, I haven't been waiting as long as everybody else. <laughs> Cause, yeah, because you became a fan like a year ago. Yeah. Like not even, not, probably not even a year ago, like yeah. eight months ago. Like I was, I was the one, if you want to go back and listen to an early <laughs> podcast, I shat on Rick yeah. and Morty. Like, it's not that good. It's not. It's, it's, not, not, that it's good. not that good. It's not. And that's, that's what I was saying. Yeah. But no, I've come around to at least it's one of the best cartoons that's been made in the past 10, 15, 20 yep. years. And if it has sustainability, it could be one of the best ever. Turn myself into a pickle. Pickle Rick, Morty. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, Rick and Morty. <laughs> I'm a, so excited. I am yes. beyond excited. That is an awesome cartoon. It's uh, coming back to Adult Swim at 11.30 p.m. People on- are, I know that on Twitter, like season three is going to start. You're going to see people fucking making Szechuan sauce and like nuggets. And, and they're going to post them, Rick and Morty with my, my Szechuan sauce. And yes, you're going to be are. like, go, go fuck yourself. Yes, they definitely are. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll be back on Adult Swim at 11.30 p.m. Um, so yeah, check that out. Sunday, July the 30th. Oh, geez, and Rick, that, I'm excited. <laughs> that is it for television. Like, really? Short, 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 Man, short week. Television's having a rough go at it today, Rick. Yeah, for, the, <laughs> for this week. <laughs> I mean, we had a lot of good shows last yeah. week. Um, let's see. Let's start with a, an inconvenient sequel. Truth to Power is a 98-minute documentary, 66 Metascore. A decade after an inconvenient truth brought climate change into the heart of popular culture, comes a follow-up that shows just how close we are to real energy revolution. I don't know what inconvenience. I never watched that movie. I didn't watch it originally either. But yeah. but they they at least brought some um, some stuff to life with um what's the famous guy? Uh, Set a documentary, the yeah. original too. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. Oh, um, yeah. But it um it about ten years ago it brought to light that hey we've been talking about global warming for a while just in mm-hmm. whispers and now here's finally a movie that can, can show. Is what, that was that was Leonardo DiCaprio's movies? Uh, it wasn't his movie. He was no. in the movie though. Oh, oh okay. No, I don't, I don't. I don't know if he's. I, th- made. I think I think he like funded it or did something yeah, with it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. But uh but yeah that's uh, inconvenient sequel Truth to Power. Let's check that out because global warming is real. Yeah. But you know what? There's some people that don't believe global warming is real. And there's some people that don't believe in vaccines. Yes. But but people are smart. You know what? <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Listen, listen. I'm not, you know. And we have statement. scientists, all right? <laughs> those are the ones that I care about. Yes, those are the ones we should be listening yeah. to. And if you're not listening to the science, then you're dumb. Yeah, you're an idiot. Then use yeah, is dumb. I agree. Listen, I don't think that people are not idiots. Yes. I'm just optimistic that they're not. But I know they are. <laughs> They are. They are. I yeah. mean, it's like we are too. I am too. I'm an idiot. Like I do. Like if you ask my girlfriend right now, I am the biggest idiot that she has ever encountered in her entire life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like easily, easily. <laughs> you know, it's just it's the way things are. But that's um, an inconvenient sequel. Truth to power. I'm just setting myself up to like a lifetime of disappointment. As long as I mean. <laughs> I mean, it's a good way to look at yeah. it, too, still. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, the next thing is uh, the Emoji Movie. <clears throat> the Emoji Movie. So why are they doing this? Why are they doing this? It's an 86-minute runtime. It's an animation adventure comedy family science fiction movie. Uh, Gene, a multi-expressional emoji, sets out on a journey to become a normal emoji. I want to be a real boy. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it stars T.J. Miller, James Corden, Anna Ferris, and Maya Rudolph. I mean, they're they're doing Pinocchio, right? I think so. You know, I mean, it's it's it's, it's a it's a movie really about like like being who. You, it's a movie about straying away from societal norms. That's uh, what it is. Uh, okay, that's the core of the movie. All right, but it's also an emoji movie, so it might be it 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 might be well put together. But I don't think I'm gonna care enough to go see it. 
No. Like, I, I, did you ever see that uh, the Angry Birds movie? No. Yeah, I've seen it on Netflix. I'm not gonna pay for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But Emoji movie. I mean, maybe T.J. Miller go support my Rudolph. I guess. Then Patrick Stewart's in it. Patrick Stewart's in the Emoji movie. Yeah, he's the poop emoji. Oh, you might have said that already. Yeah, yeah I said that. I, I have a I have a little like poop pillow in yeah. my car, and I call this her poop trick Stewart. Hell's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Down with that. Thank you for that pillow, Teresa. Hey. Teresa, yeah. Teresa. All right, uh, has she been on? No, she hasn't been on. Yeah, she hasn't been on. Elsie Pills. Quick shout out, Elsie Pills. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, and the last movie is uh, Atomic Blonde. Yes, I'm excited for this. Shows yeah, man. 115 minute runtime listed as an action mystery thriller, 68 Metascore. Rundown An undercover M16 agent is sent to Berlin during the Cold War to investigate the murders of a fellow agent and recover a missing list of double agents. Hmm. Mm. Uh, stars Charlie Theron and James McAvoy. Nice. I'm excited for this movie. Very I'm fucking much. excited. Yeah. Very much. I'm, I might get duped. Like, this is still some optimism. Like, my, uh, my girlfriend is saying this looks like the ultimate shit show. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, when we seen the trailer together <laughs> yeah. and two completely different, different views. Like, her, she was like, oh, that's an abortion. We're definitely not going to go see that, that piece of shit. And then I'm like, are you serious? This movie looks awesome. And then she was like, what about this looks good? It's just an action junkie flick. And that's, you know what I'm saying, for the, the normal viewer, I think you would just see an action junkie yeah. flick. But for somebody that, like, invests their time into cinema and filmmaking, yeah. you can see, like, like John Wick and yeah. John Wick 2. It took until John Wick for me to get on the action track. Because, I mean, how many episodes, 70-some episodes, I'm like, I'm not really that big into action unless you're going to have choreographed fighting. Like the way that we've seen in um, in kung fu movies, which we may do an episode on that one day. Yeah. The way you see in, um, in like, samurai fighting and stuff like that, hand-to-hand combat. Yeah. Like, I want to see choreographed fighting. I don't want to see just expendables and blowing up nonsense bullshit. Right. And, mm-hmm. and like, it gets to the point where, like, when you have a really experienced, like, Stuntman working in those movies, like mm. it's the case with John Wick and yes. Atomic Blonde. Yes, you're gonna get a really good fucking movie. Yes. You're just gonna get it. It's fine. Like maybe the writing's not amazing. John maybe. Wick's story isn't amazing. No, it's kind of silly. It's fucking silly. Yes, especially the second. Yeah, especially yeah. like what the fuck. Yes, but mm. it's a good fucking movie. Yes. You know why? Because it, it, it's good. It just looks good. It looks good. Yes, it's good. Enjoy it. It is very same good. with Atomic Blonde. Go watch it, please, please. If you're listening to us mm. and you're a fan of us, mm. go watch movies like Atomic Blonde. Yes, do it. Because when those movies get money, mm-hmm. we get more of those movies. Yes. <laughs> Just watch those movies. They're great. Fucking do it. Yes. Even if you think you're taking a huge gamble, pay the 10 bucks. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You're fine. That Happy Meal can wait. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway. You know they have Mighty Meals now? What the fuck is it's a It's like a Happy Meal, meal but it's like bigger. So it's yeah. like instead of a cheeseburger inside the Happy Meal, it's a double cheeseburger inside the Happy Meal. It's real. Get out of here. <laughs> fuck <real>. you, McDonald's. <laughs> Fucking mighty meal. You know, I've been watching and reading so much Boku no Hero Academia that you said mighty meal, and my first I was like, wait, they made a a meal out of all might? That would be pretty dope because the color scheme is kind of similar. It's the same, yeah. Yeah, It's fucking (laughs) great. Fucking dude, I finished Boku no Hero and I'm so sad. Oh, the uh, the, the manga? Yeah, I read all of it. It ended in a cliffhanger. You don't tell me nothing. I gotta wait till fucking Thursday. Like, I'm I'm finally at the point. I just seen the the most recent episode Mm -hmm. to where they're fighting. He can use 5% while he's fighting. He got a blow. The full cow thing? The full cow. He was able to get a blow on on his trainer. Yeah, face. Yeah, Gran Torino. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. So um oh oh and they 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 went off to go fight a villain that's in the uh, the middle of Tokyo Hazu Hazu yeah the, it's in Hazu the hero killer stain yeah stain the there we go yeah fucking ah uh, ah uh, so good <clears throat> for anyone that can't see me I just jerked off in the air yes that's what I did yes anyway read Boku no Hero that's a good movie yeah. watch Atomic Blonde and, and, it's a movie too what read Boku no Hero it's a good movie. 
Ah, oh, fuck. I'm sorry. It's a good Sully show. And a good anime. Okay. Watch yeah, it. Yeah, watch it. I'm going to say, I got to catch up on this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's it. That's it for today's episode. We did uh, it. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, hope you watch Logan. Uh, I think it's a brilliant movie. Mm-hmm. And hope you, pl- please go see Atomic Blonde. Just go see it. Yeah. And uh, that's it. See you guys next week. Uh, no, 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 no. We're working on this. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Morty. Uh, <laughs> you can find us on Twitter, uh, underscore FFS Podcast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Music App, and Stitcher, who is still my favorite podcast platform. Stitcher is lit. Uh, under the name for Film Sake, and you can find us on Facebook at the FFS Podcast. Uh, and my personal Twitter handle is Brian, uh, at Brian Archie. And Chris is? I'm at T-H-A underscore V-O-N-Z. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thank you guys for listening, and we'll be back next week. Hmm. <laughs>